you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, family-friendly b-ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G and Marky Man. How you doing, Spency? I'm doing pretty well. And Marky Man, how are you? I'm doing good. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear it. It's Sunday, January 29th, 2023. We're looking ahead to week 16 in the NBA, uh, but now that week 15 is almost over, let's take a look back at some highlights that was awesome. and lowlights. Come on, dude. Okay, Marky Man, what was your week 15 highlight? My highlight was Clippers' five-game win streak and basically just how they're, you know, like, they don't seem to be, uh, like, shook anymore. They, no, they, seem to they certainly do not seem shook anymore. Uh, you know, we did a lot of complaining last week about their whole the load management thing, the fact that Kawhi and Paul George never play together, all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, five wins in a row – uh, sitting in fourth in the West. Yeah, I guess uh, they know better than us, right, about yeah. what they need in order to succeed. Yeah. I mean, it, they're also, I feel like this season, though, they are lucky that they can be like, the record is not that impressive. Um, no, they're 28 and 24. No, I mean, nobody's as yeah. yeah. so Except they, for the Nuggets yeah. and the Grizzlies. They're so definitely lucky that things are a bit different in the West this season because yeah. they are able to, you know, not be the best, but still be high in yeah. terms of seating. And I guess, I mean, they're at a point where they're just like, okay, well, they're, they they, they manage Kawhi's load, but he seems to be just playing now. I think they yeah. maybe still are going to rest him on the second of a back-to-back. But other than that, it's like he's just playing. Like, you know, granted, as it was against the Spurs, but on, on, on yeah. Thursday they destroyed the Spurs by 38 points. Paul George yeah. had 35. Kawhi had 27. I mean... Yeah, they're <clears throat> as we all know, they're when healthy and playing, they're a scary team. Yeah, um, yeah. and they're just, you know, they started, uh, you know, earlier they 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 won five straight. What else is there to say? Yeah. Um, and I remember, I think Marky Man at the, the preseason, you picked them to finish number one in the West, which I still think is a bit pie in the sky. Yeah, but. Maybe they they could finish as high as three. I, that's I mean, they're not, fourth right now. They're fourth right now, and the Kings like are starting to wobble maybe a little bit. So you never know. Anyway, what's your low light? My low light is Embiid being fined twenty five k for his crotch drop celebration. <laughs> I remember when I read that headline, I was like, because <clears throat> I didn't actually see the game, and and I I remember yeah. reading the headline the next morning and saw the phrase crotch chop. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think I've ever read that before. Like, I've never seen that phrase before, yeah. but somehow I immediately knew exactly what they meant by it. <laughs> yeah. And, I went, and so basically that was uh, 
that was what was that? That was on Tuesday. Yeah, what was that? That was in their win over Brooklyn, yeah. right? Yeah. So what happened in that game? Like, what was the deal? Why did he do that? Well, he basically got like an and one, right? And then he just like yeah, that's how he decided to celebrate, <laughs> right? And what uh, what I I mean, it was kind of yeah, it's a rude gesture. I mean, yeah. sure. Um, and and people are saying it was some wrestler made that made yeah. it famous. I'm like, I guess so. If well, the only point of I reference mean, is like wrestling in the last ten years, yeah. then but that well, he already. I mean, before he does that, he already knows he's getting fined. Like maybe, yeah. Apparently, I, I was listening to some something. Apparently, the refs give seminars to the players like that are very specific about the yeah. kinds of things that are going to result in technicals and going to result yeah. in, um, <clears throat> you know, in in fines. Like yeah. for instance, throwing something into the crowd. Yeah. You know, so who <laughs> yeah. did that this week? Curry. Yeah, Steph threw his mouth guard into the crowd. That's a total no-no. You can't be throwing objects. And to bring up pro wrestling again, like all of that stuff, again, another outrageous technical, which I don't know if it was going to result in a fine. Well, we'll talk about it because I know Spencer's going to be bringing it up later, was uh, (laughs) Patrick Beverly running over to the rest with a camera, which I don't even know where he got the camera. I I think probably gave it to him. Or he took it from like a photographer. Yeah, to show... I guess I don't know yeah. if they literally had a picture of the blown call in yeah. the in the camera or not. But anyway, the the refs missed a foul against AD. But anyway, why don't we talk about or AD? Um, pardon LeBron. me, LeBron. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, all of it is very very silly. But my my point is, I do understand why the league does kind of, you know, try to tamp this stuff down because it will just descend into like yeah. WWF style taunting and nonsense yeah. if they don't, you know. If they don't do that. Anyway, uh, Spencey G, what's your highlight for the week? Um, it's a bit different this week, but my highlight is the All-Star Game jerseys. Because um, I think in the past, they've all pretty much been disgusting. Like, I really don't like them. <laughs> okay. Like, a couple years ago, there was just, like, gray ones that were really weird. And I think these are cool because, like, they're, like, gradient. One sort of, like, like, daytime. Like, it's like a sunrise. The other one's, like, blue and black. Like, sort of more like night um i don't actually know which conference is each i would assume the like um the more yellowy ones are for the western conference yeah i think so which makes sense um obviously because yeah. it's warmer over there yeah and i also think it's a, a kind of it's in utah this year right um uh yeah sure so i think yeah. it's a reference to um you know it's yeah it's kind of like that that deserty yeah. kind of flavor sunset flavor yeah but the west is always they always have bright colors and like they're always like yeah the red and the east is always the blue so i guess it's sort of like a yeah i'm looking at the pictures of it right now yeah it's like a yellow orange red fade kind of yeah yeah and then the other ones are kind of black and blue or something like that they're all right i think they're okay i don't think they're that special yeah well i just i've seen some they're more interesting and i like the whole the old like the new um system this year where it's more just like is it the draft? pick up basketball where we have the starters, but then like game day before the game starts, they're gonna the captains are gonna pick the reserves. Right. So oh, so they already game. have the starters for East and West. Uh, there's no more East and West. But yeah, no, they have the always starters. Been East... They have the starters. So the starters from the East and West, but it doesn't. The East and West doesn't matter anymore. It's just the captains. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I thought you said that, like... No, but the starters haven't chosen, but then, yeah, so the captains are just going to pick, like, right before the game, which is going to be interesting. I mean, yeah. Well, that's... 
that's what they always do, except just not before the game or just like a, a week before. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the whole thing. I, as you guys <clears throat> probably know, the all-star game and everything about it and everything leading up to it, I find it to be just like very tedious. For the most part, I think it's great. Like, whatever. I've talked about it a million times. But, you know, there's it just kind of feels like manufactured controversy because inevitably somebody's going to get stiffed like Embiid. You know, people complain about that. But... And that yeah. just becomes this thing for people to talk about. But, you know, what? It, it's fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy for all the players that got named. Anyway, what's your low light? Um, the LeBron no call from last night. Right. So, yeah. yeah, in that game, the Lakers needed this win. This would have been a huge win for the Lakers, like, against the Celtics. Yeah, in Boston, um, yeah. Yeah, like, he went up for the game-winning layup, and then Tatum, like, clearly smacks his shooting. I'm like, the most textbook foul I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, so obvious there's no chance the refs didn't clearly see that like, well i mean i mean and then if they didn't why because the exactly. only thing you, that's the thing you should be focused on well is yeah, the shooting why would they not of a guy but, in Atlanta. Exactly. but yeah they don't yeah they don't really they, they refs tend to not call fouls on stuff like that like yeah. at the end of the game and a guy goes it up and there's always and there's yeah but they usually them. don't call like when it's just like contact yeah. In general, yeah. Yeah. but like when it, a guy clearly gets his shooting hand slapped, yeah. that clearly yeah. alters the path of the ball. Yeah, it's very. It's uh, that's. The, I mean, it's one thing if it's like yeah, a body contact. Exactly. And the guy misses. That's more, you're like okay. Yeah. But when it's a, the the hand slap on the on the forearm of the shooting hand, you're right. Like it's mm-hmm. it was pretty brutal. And I, in fact, I saw a headline that the NBA the refs actually acknowledged that it was a blown call. Yeah, the, like, they have well, that new thing now where yeah. they go through games and. Talk about. I don't think it was the refs though. It was well. It's the league. Yeah, like, it's, it's the league. Like, it's, it's but that's. I'm pretty part. sure the refs have a Twitter and then they release yeah. calls that they've missed for certain games. Yeah, I mean, which I think is kind of. They're under such intense scrutiny, and there's lots of things. I I find I have a hard time with like determining what should be reviewable and not because sometimes it really bogs a game down when they when they do these. Yeah, yeah. I feel things. like maybe can we get like one, like you have one play review a game like or specifically for this kind of situation well there's coaches have like what one coach's challenge or i don't know half or something i don't know what the rules are with how many they get it's not it's not i mean certain things it's like in football now where they just review every touchdown and and certain things they just kind of do like i wonder if there's an equivalent in the nba where they like, just, or for like, at least and, a game deciding play. Yeah, and, it, it, well, it's not, it wasn't necessarily but, uh, game deciding, but it would have been the go ahead bucket and chances. Yes. It was time was almost run out. I can't remember. I feel like there was no like one, a couple of seconds. It's weird. Though. I feel like no one understands the review rule because, like, yeah, on like every every non call, like players are asking for it to be reviewed. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, that you. I can't, think that's just the instinct. That they're they're like. Whatever you yeah. say happened, I know it was the opposite because I felt yeah. it or whatever. Well, because sometimes if a re- if the refs are confused about their own calls, they can review their own. They can review a play if they're not but sure what that, happened. That's pretty sketchy. Yeah. So. yeah, they can. There can be like sometimes refs if, argue. Well, I, but, within but, but yeah. no, because they have their little conference and then they're if like, if, yeah. if if refs could like personally from their opinion change a call or like have the call be reviewed off of their opinion. Mm-hmm. It, that's that happens. Like, let's say one ref sees something, the other one thought they saw something else. Yeah, yes. I think no, every no, no, once no. in a while, I'm saying, a no, I'm saying, like, if if a guy fouls it and the ref goes like this, and he's like, I don't know if that was a foul, I gotta go review that. 
then there's going to be like no, so much. There's going to be so so no. many issues. Well, it's normally gonna, yeah. if there's one ref calls it, the other one. Yeah, but that never happens. Because the problem, the problem, as we all know, is that there's fouls all the time that don't get called, yeah. and we like it that way as fans because yeah. if they called everything yeah. that was like, if you get out the microscope. <laughs> Yeah, that fouls happen all the time. But there's yeah. a difference between like a real foul and a non-real foul. If somebody slaps your shooting hand while you're on a exactly. layup, that's, that's a foul. More... If there's a bit of aggressive yeah. body contact and it's like tit for tat and yeah, I mean, it's a foul, but you know, we like to, you know, mm-hmm. and then there seems to be a different set of rules again. Once the playoffs start, the refs put the, the whistles away a bit more and, you know, let players play. It's kind of a weird thing because it's careful what you wish for. Yeah, they could just have a computer decide and then it's going to be like, guys are going to be fouling out in the first quarter because... And games are going to be twice as yeah. long. Or it's just, even if it was instant, though, even if it was like they may created an AI that could instantly call fouls and they just were, yeah. you know, who knows if they could actually do yeah. that. They probably couldn't. But you know what I'm saying? Then we'd all be mad at that. We'd all be mad at, like, there's too yeah. many fouls. The robot is calling too many fouls. Yeah. Like, you there, know, let's I just, kill robot. There's got to be some sort of... There's got to be something. Yeah. Well, like, I, that kind of thing can't be... Allowed. Like there was another one yeah. last season I think had to do with Portland where there was a ridiculous no call against Dame for the game winning layup or something, I think. Yeah, and it happens. I, sports, yeah, I right? think it has to be like it might just have to be an is what it is type situation because like <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah. I don't like they must have thought of this before and like not well, have yeah, a solution. It, there but, is yeah. no well, there is no perfect solution because it's human beings are making decisions yeah. ultimately and human beings make mistakes. So that's just I part of the game. True. And so, then, I mean, part of that is, I mean, obviously it decides the game in these close games. A coach is going to say to his team, that's why you don't let the game get close. That's why you should win by 10 yeah. and not yeah. not be down by one when it's all on the line and leaving it in the hands of a referee to decide. That's, that's, what, that's the only way a coach can respond yeah. to those kinds of things because it's like, yeah, how do you ensure against that? Well, you, you, yeah. you know, dominate the other team and actually win. Um, because we never we never complain about a call like that if well, the team I, is yeah, up by true. ten. We're like, yeah. oh, whatever, and then we just that's it, right? That so it's kind of like anyway. Yeah, um, it's kind of a weird, um, yeah, a whole weird issue. I, yeah. I just think it's more people are more angry that if the refs are seeing this and then choosing not to call it. Well, yeah. Well, that's what, different though because that's what, uh, that's. The implication is that there's like this secret set of rules that we yeah. don't really know <laughs> well, about. That's yeah. kind of yeah. like, well, a guy pointed out the guy, you know, refing that game. The Celtics are 36 and two in games he's he has refed. Yeah, just another. But thing. that's like, just you a, never know. Just, yeah, but the Celtics know. are also really good. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I well, mean, I also think the reason people care so much is because it was LeBron. And sure, the Lakers, sure. and if the thing is, if they won and all LeBron these, had his like crazy dance yeah. after, like, yeah. his like angry yeah. dance. Yeah. yeah, and I've seen like I've seen like I was looking at this. They have like five games in the past like two weeks that have ended on a Lakers not getting a foul. Yeah, on on layups for the win, like truly, like they've like yeah. it's a foul and it wasn't called. Yeah, so if if the Lakers got those calls. They would be the fifth seed right now, not the thirteenth seed. They wouldn't be the fifth, but well, they, I, well, literally, further. they would. They, Mathematically yeah, they speaking, they would be. Oh yeah, right. Because they're only they're twenty three, twenty seven, and the fifth is twenty six and twenty four. Yeah. So it's not a, it's not a huge difference. And uh, anyway, so I have a question for you guys about the Lakers. Like, you know, they got AD back. 
and they made their trade for uh, Hachimura. Um, is that how you say that guy's name? Yeah. It's close enough for now. Um, is that good enough to make them finish top six or just play uh, Maybe. I, I mean, assuming AD stays assuming healthy. Assuming AD stays healthy. Yeah, maybe. Top like, six or just playing? Playing. I think they can make the plan if if everyone stays healthy. Yeah. But I like. You think that it's they're probably? Do you think they're going to make another move? They're going to like try to move, like. Maybe, but they're running out of like. They're running pieces. out of time. I, I honestly feel like they they have what it takes to make the plan like easily. I, I they don't. They never get destroyed by any team, but especially good teams. It's always close with good teams. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, they they're, they're hard to, to win in now. overtime. Yeah, they're also like, yeah. Yeah. Well, what I find weird is, like, I don't, you know, people talking about, are they going to trade Westbrook? But then, in, you, you know, last night's game. You can't trade Westbrook. That's the problem. His contract is disgusting. I know. Nobody, I'd also, like, we talked about this, uh, Marky Man, in the car the other day. It's like, who wants him and for what reason? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. who who's looking at? Who's looking at their roster going, what this team needs is Russell exactly. Westbrook, and that's going to like put us over the top and yeah. win a championship. Yeah. But the other thing is, um, uh, what I find weird is like he didn't play in the fourth quarter last night. Yeah. So they, yeah. they're they still Until treating him truly like a bench player. And I even heard you know the, the guys calling the game are like, why – whether anybody likes it or not, he's one of your best players. Why is he not on the floor when the game's on the I line? Think, I think then he comes out yeah. in overtime and he does make a difference. Like, he yeah. he kept yeah. them. Oh, yeah, he made, he made a huge play off a rebound. Yeah. It was just hustle. Exactly. And that's what he brings. And it's just Well, they played like, him all in overtime. They didn't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems yeah, weird. I, like, I think it was just a, it was just this game for the reason of they were really liking Patrick Beverly on the floor. Yeah, I guess so. I, like... He's really good. Well, yeah. He's really good in the fourth Beverly's, quarter, too. Yeah, the, the AD corner three rebound yeah. that he rises up yeah. and turns into a put-back dunk, which is like, what do they say, his yeah. first dunk in like three seasons? Yeah. And it's like yeah. everybody was, even LeBron was like, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah. Like He just yeah. perfectly timed yeah. rebound dunk yeah. to, I think that was the go-ahead uh, late in the fourth. And then I can't remember if it was Jalen Brown or who tied the game. And then it was the whole the foul, and, yeah. that, and then Patrick Beverly yeah. whips out the camera to show the ref that they blew the call. Yeah. Then he gets a technical, and then the um, start of overtime they yeah. make choose the free throw. Yeah. So anyway, the whole thing was, a, and then he got it was a very very exciting game. It lived up to the to the top billing. You know that was yeah. probably the game of the week in the NBA, probably the highest rated game too. But yeah, I mean, and you can't help but talk about the Lakers, man. It's hard yeah. not to. It's they're exciting. It's yeah, they're it was super entertaining to watch. And the way that the LeBron's playing, like he's playing, like he's he he does not MVP. He turned back. Yeah, he turned back the clock somehow. Yeah. He's like he he's thirty eight. It's like he went back. He turned thirty six or turned thirty two. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I think the Lakers are going to make the plan is because LeBron is like said in the past, like. I will never not make the playoffs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like he said, he, said like, he doesn't yeah. want to play just to be good at basketball. No, especially needs, at the end. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like he's, you know. I think he. Like, it's also. I mean, I, he's doing all this amazing stuff, and it's easy to say, "Oh, you know, like he's turned back the clock, or whatever." But at the end of the day, he hasn't turned back the clock. Yeah. He no. is taxing himself yeah. severely to to yeah. perform at this level. Like. Yeah. At any age, but I mean, at his age, he's definitely pushing it, right? Like yeah. he's he is playing like a guy, like a man on a mission. Yeah. Um, well, 
just very quickly, my uh, my high is uh, Precious Achua's performance uh, last night, which was career high twenty seven mm-hmm. points and thirteen rebounds, and the Raptors win over Portland. Um, but perhaps okay, well, how many points was it? Twenty seven and thirteen rebounds and two steals, which is like that's a pretty dominant performance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it just goes to show how much we missed him when he was gone for that long term yeah. injury this oh my season. God. And, um, you know, and the reason that he was on the floor so much last night, unfortunately, is my low, which is uh, OG getting hurt on Friday against Golden oh, State. Um, he fell down. He hurt his wrist. We still don't know exactly how bad that injury is. But yeah. it sucks for him. It sucks for the Raptors for a lot of reasons. You know, yeah. a lot of people have been the, the right trade, before the trade deadline. Right before the yeah. trade deadline. A lot of, um, you know, I a, first and foremost, he's a great player, and I want him yeah. to be okay and, and, and come back soon. Um, but yeah, there's no, there's no getting around the fact that he was being dangled for a trade and he's worth a lot. And he just became a question mark for a lot of teams, you know, um, because the whole point was he was worth the most he could possibly be right now before the trade deadline. He's had his best year ever, arguably. Um, and there's teams that need him and he could be the difference that puts a team over the top. If it goes to next year, the, the, the calculus changes. He's just immediately not yeah. worth as much because he is under contract yeah. next year. Anyway, that's my low light. Get well soon, OG. We love you. You're the best, etc. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll be talking a little bit more Raptors later, but uh, since we've been kind of uh, talking about what happened last week anyway it's time to check out your predictions from last week's episode and find out what happened so spency uh on tuesday uh the clippers were in la uh to take on the lakers so what happened yeah, so I had the Lakers winning by eight with LeBron as a top performer, and the Clippers won by 18, and it was Kawhi um, leading the charge. Yeah, I mean, the Clippers just dominated the first half. Like, the Blakers played a little bit better in the third, but, it like, it didn't matter whatsoever. Like, the Clippers shot over 50% from three that game. It was yeah. essentially a three-point contest. Um and they out-rebounded 47-32. to 32. Like, they just absolutely dominated on all fronts. And LeBron even had 46. Um, didn't matter whatsoever. The Lakers played so bad, he had no help that game. It yeah. was embarrassing. I do also, well, Paul George also had 27 yes, points, he, 9 yeah, rebounds, and yeah. 4 assists, and Powell had a 22-point game. I don't know that anyone would say that Powell makes it a big three, but... He when he also if those three are playing well, yeah. I think like e look out. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Is Powell's not starting though, right? I don't know if he started that game. So. Um, I have no idea, but yeah, you're right. I think uh, the 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 Clippers field goal percentage it was sixty one percent to forty four percent for the Lakers. The th- yeah, just over fifty percent uh, on three point shooting to I think forty percent for the Lakers, which is actually not bad, not bad. but. Yeah. You know, not good enough. And then free throws as well, 80% to like 62% for the, that for the is Lakers. That is truly horrible. Yeah, 60, that's just, you know, yeah. But, and again, LeBron, <laughs> 46 points, eight rebounds, yeah, seven assists, two steals and a block. Like he's doing whatever he can. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact just, that he played that well and it wasn't close, yeah. <clears throat> like shows yeah. how bad yeah. the Lakers can be sometimes. And yeah, like, if, yeah. 
and that and, and you know it also just shows like when AD came back, it just levels them up immediately. It does. Like, in such a huge way. It totally changes the whole yeah. dynamic of that team. All right, so on Wednesday, Brooklyn was in Philly for a much-anticipated game. So, Marky Man, what happened? I predicted Philly would win by nine. They won by four, um, 137 to 133. Super entertaining game, obviously. Um, uh, Embiid played pretty good. He didn't even play that good. He yeah. kind of kind of had a quiet night, 26 points, 10 rebounds. But, yeah. you know, Maxley at 27, Harris at 18, Melton had 19, Harden, Harden at 23, like just so many high-scoring games or high-scoring point yeah. totals for players. But, yeah, it was a super well-rounded game for the Sixers. But, I mean, Kyrie obviously played good and Claxton also played very good. Yeah, he had a so, double double clacks, and yep. he's like played very well for them in he's, the absence of yeah. uh, KD. But it oftentimes just isn't enough. Yeah, you know, because they still get nothing from Simmons on offense. Yeah, it's just terrible. No, Simmons is honestly, I don't. But like, it's weird though. I don't know what is wrong with Simmons. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why he can't. Well, he's I heard scared I, to score. Yeah, he I don't know. It's like is. he's like not trying. But I heard that he really he's one of the reasons in that game that Embiid only scored twenty six is that he's able. He yeah, still go toe to toe with like these kind of. At players. the end of the day, he he's like good as as good as Draymond Green right now. Like yeah, yeah that's maybe honestly that's fair. a good comparison. <coughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird, but anyway, Philly, as we know, um, hottest team in the NBA right now uh, with seven straight wins. So, you know. The, the, you know, enough said. That without KD, Brooklyn's a different team. They're just quite simply not as good. So going back to Tuesday, um, an, another game that I thought was going to be really interesting just because the Heat have been surging, but Boston yeah. was in Miami to take on the Heat uh, on Tuesday, uh, Spencey. So what happened? Yep, I had Celtics winning by eight. Um, Jalen Brown as a top performer. He was out, unfortunately. That's right, yeah. Uh, Miami won by three, and Bam played really well. Um, I think yeah, it was. A, you can say that again. Yeah. Thirty points, nineteen rebounds. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, like it was pretty close for most of the game, and the Celtics actually they were leading by eight at the half, and they had a ten point lead um, early in the fourth. But then the Heat went on a fifteen zero run wow. uh, in the fourth, forcing the Celtics to min- miss ten consecutive shots, um, and then they limited the Celtics for the rest of the quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah. With point six seconds left, uh, Haywood Highsmith hit uh, free throw to push the lead to three, and then they just they couldn't hit that final shot. Yeah. Um, but like, here's the thing: it was really close, and the Celtics were winning most of the game with Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Malcolm Brogdon, and Al Horford out. Yeah. I mean, Tatum had a great game, as you say. Yeah, I think he had fourteen rebounds that game. Um, to go with his 31 points and seven assists, and yeah, it just seemed that Miami, like they, I think the they, the fourth quarter was 23 to 13 for Miami, yeah. um, and that kind of was the difference. Was. I do feel like Boston is missing. I mean, obviously anybody who's out of of Jalen Brown's caliber, but 
Marcus Smart's been out for a while now, and I feel like when yeah. he comes back, it's good. Like they've been doing yeah. just I mean, they were missing fine their without core him. Bench too. But then, yeah, and the core bench. But like when they when they're healthy, it's like oh man, there's just it's unfair. I can't yeah. believe Malcolm Brogdon yeah. isn't starting on an NBA team. Yeah, yeah. and Al Horford's great. Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's so it's, absurd. The fact yeah, Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench is is truly insane. Like he he got traded to the Celtics or was signed. I don't know. He might have been free agent. That season where he picked up, he was averaging like 22 points for the Pacers. Yeah. Like, he was the best player on the team. And now he's like the fifth best player on the Celtics or more. Yeah. Like. No, I, I, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. And even, I mean, just watching them last night again against that, granted, like, what you're seeing, what I feel like I'm watching when I watch yeah. those tight games between the Celtics and, say, the Lakers is the Lakers basically, like, being willing to die out there to win the game, yeah. whereas... The Celtics are like calmly just going about their business, mm-hmm. waiting for their chances, and then oh, we're in overtime, and then it's just like Jalen Brown looks yeah. like, <laughs> you know, the Lakers just can't get back. There was that one play where you just see Jalen Brown just like I'm just gonna sprint past all of the Lakers, yeah. yeah. uh, uh, sprint yeah. past all of yeah. them and just do an easy lay in, and like they can do that enough times against a team like yeah. the Lakers, just catch them flat footed and just score easy yeah. points, yeah. Yep. and they can just kind of turn it on, and then it's over, you know. Um, yeah, dangerous team. So um, moving on to Wednesday again, uh, Denver was in Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Marky Man, so what happened? I predicted uh, Milwaukee win this one by five. They won by eight, 107 to 99. Uh, Giannis played crazy, 33 points, 14 rebounds. You know, it was, yeah, it it was it was a close game, but then it's not impressive for the Bucks at all because the Nuggets did not have Murray or Jokic. Yeah, exactly. So and the fact got, yeah. that like the Nuggets were able to keep it close to the Milwaukee Bucks is is scary. Like, yeah, they're everyone keeps forgetting that. Like, which is why I think Jokic is obviously <laughs> like really high on the MVP ladder, but people like. I feel like people think that Jokic just completely carries the team, but I yeah. don't think that at all. Like I think, no. like Aaron, Go- they have Aaron Gordon. Like yeah, and he had twenty six yeah. points. Yeah, they all of like, a sudden, it felt like he was like that game. so bad for a few. Yeah, years. he was. He, like what the heck happened? Well, he just no. He's definitely this is his probably like his he, best season. He's turned into like he's averaging seventeen he's, points, three assists, seven rebounds. Like yeah, like he was good for a while. Um, when he was young, and then yeah, he yeah, went stale he was just for a long trash. time. Yeah, but I just think he's in a good system, and they know how to use him. Yeah, and but again, these things about close. Yeah, granted, um, you know they kept it close and all of that stuff. At the end of the day, though, maybe I don't. I don't know. Like they still won by eight. You know, Drew's playing well now for the Bucks. Yeah, um, they become a hard team to beat at home, and even mm-hmm. if it was close, like oh, Middleton's back, I think. Yeah, he has been. I, I I don't know. Although no one like I he, I don't, he ha- I don't he hear his name been, a lot. People don't really. He hasn't uh, been crazy this season. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Well, I mean, maybe not stat wise, but again, just having another, just yeah. having him back makes a big difference. I had no idea just, Middleton was back. But yeah. Yeah. look at this terrible stat line for Brooke Lopez. He played for thirty two minutes. He had five points, four rebounds, and two assists. Which is very not typical for him lately because yeah. he's been yeah. absolutely he's been dominant lately. Buck's so. another team yeah. with like a crazy level of depth. Well, exactly. So Brooke Lopez has a bad night, but they win anyway. Yeah. Like you know? the thing is though, Middleton hasn't played well, but like 
he's only getting like ten minutes per game, right? Yeah, so well, I guess they're they're, they're yeah. easing him back. They're probably just yeah. like let's not let's, yeah, yeah. And he still had like pretty good game for only ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So another we did a lot of Wednesday games because I thought they were all the most interesting and exciting games uh, last week. So Wednesday, Atlanta was in um, Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder. So Spencer G, what happened? I was wrong again. I had OKC by six and Shea as a top performer, but it was the Hawks winning by five, and Trey Young had the best game. Um, this was just a terrible night for both teams defensively. Like, there was no defense presence present in this game. Um, they both scored over 130 oh, yeah. points, Yeah, and I think the Thunder should have won this game. They, like, they usually have, they have the eighth best defensive rating um, yeah. in the league. They're usually solid on defense. And they had one of their best offensive nights of the year. But then, of course, also the defense came up short. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, man, that's that's Atlanta's yeah. strategy. They come out and they do their annoying, flashy shooting, and they, yeah. like, gesture to the crowd and get everybody upset, and then it goads the other team into just trying to get in, get into a shootout with them, and then that's yeah. how they can win. I mean, yeah. it was close, like, to be fair. Oh, yeah. It, it yeah. was... It's so weird. I haven't heard Trey Young's yet. Trey Young's name in a long time. Yeah, well, they're sitting at eighth in the, the East Hawks, at five hundred. Yeah, um, they've won eight. six of their last four. But like, it's like everyone's talking about for the starters in the All Star game, like Jalen Brown and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, you know, no one what? said anything I, about Trey Young. I, that you're right because Trey, he's been averaging Trey Young's like averaging twenty seven points and ten assists. Yeah, he's having like he's. Yeah, I mean. He's having not a typical trade. I don't know season. that I would. Yeah, he exactly. And he's averaging three and, rebounds, and they're playing like, better. They're beating teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's you know as I say six and. And four he's averaging a steal too. I think people are just bored of the Hawks because they've been yeah. so like on but the edge. Of I, being everybody good. looks at them as like a team that is going to trade something. Everybody, I, keep, I know. That's now, what they always come up in that context. Like when's you know when are they going to move Collins? Lead. When are they going to move Trey? When are they going to move yeah. Murray? Or like one yeah. or I mean, more. They need I, to move either Trey or Murray. Like they have. Yeah. It's so. I think they're in a great position to make a good well, trade. Well, he. This is probably why Trey Young is not in a starter conversation. He obviously gets. And this is probably what it is too. He's like they give him. He's a chess piece, right? They give him the ball every possession, and he shoots it more yeah, than that's anyone. True. Yeah. And he's only has. He's like thirty-one percent from three. Yeah. yeah, he's forty two percent from field goal, like <clears throat> Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So Yeah, I mean and yeah, in that game I think you know, Collins had nineteen points, ten rebounds, Murray scored twenty one, and Capella also had a double double with eighteen points and ten rebounds. So pretty balanced offense, you know, and you know, a lot of guys yeah. are scoring. <clears throat> uh, you know, Shea had a typical Shea style game. Um yeah, uh, but yeah, it just wasn't enough. But other than that, OKC. I mean, they they seven and three last ten. Seven and three in last ten. They're yeah. looking dangerous. Shea's looking dangerous. I got a question. Here's a here's a here's a question for you. Yeah. For, for you ready? Okay. Here here's how I'm gonna phrase it. Let me think. Yes or no? In the next five years, we are gonna see an Orlando. Oklahoma City NBA final. No. What do you say, Marky? Um uh, no. 
I'll say no, but like I th- I'm saying no just because like I don't think that's gonna happen in the sense of like Odds it's are not it's not going to happen. Well, no, no like yeah, yeah. it's I, not even that. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think it's gonna happen just because like yeah, like I think they're gonna be good both those teams in five years. I but I don't yeah. think they're gonna be I the think finals there's matchup. A like, chance yeah. one of them could be in the finals. I think OKC. I think OKC could it, be it's, a it's contender. Not, it's not an absurd. It's not an absurd question. At all. I don't think it's an absurd I, question either. The Magic. I mean, Magic yeah. are, are going to be good. I fully I think so. I don't even know, man. <laughs> I can just never accept the fact that the Magic could be good. Yeah, it's it's funny. But people I forget mean, that they haven't even been that bad in previous years. Like, but they're for like so five, young. Like they're yeah. so the young. The best they've done. The six years straight or something. They were like, like eighth, the eighth seed. Eighth seed. Yeah, like I think the Raptors played them in the playoffs. They, a we few played years ago, like three years in a row. We played the Magic in the but first round. But we always round. trounced them. But that's because yeah. we were like the one seed and the two seed and the three seed. Still, but yeah, yeah. that's the best thing. But do. that's not. But they have all these guys now. They do yeah. have all these, all these guys, guys. But I feel like it's tricky when you have all these like really young guys and they're all trying to develop at once. And yeah, I mean that can go well or it can go badly. Or not, they yeah. can or they can just blow it and trade them. Who yeah. knows what? I don't know like anything yeah. about that organization and to what extent yeah. they. Not about know. the, not about the magic, but I just forgot that Chet Holmgren is on Thunder, and yeah, will be back yeah. next year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like who knows if he he could yeah. be crazy the good. Thunder are yeah. I mean the Magic got back Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. After yeah, two years <laughs> of him being injured. All right, let's let's move on to uh, the last game that you did, Marky Man, from from last week, which is also on Wednesday. Uh, the Grizzlies were in San Francisco to take on the Golden State Warriors. So, what happened? I predicted the Grizzlies would win by five. The Warriors won by two. So, yeah. it seems that the Warriors have a hold on the Grizzlies and have a hatred for them, and that's why the Warriors keep winning, beating the Grizzlies. Um, you know. Curry, obviously, Curry didn't even have that crazy of a game. 34 points, two rebounds, three assists, two steals. So he had points, but nothing really other than that. Um, I think Clay scored 24. And yeah, Poole Clay had 24. 24. Kuminga so, had 13. Like, And obviously, Draymond Green had the the amazing Draymond Green set of eight points, 13 rebounds, and seven assists. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is actually a great that's style. A great, that, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's like, amazing for that style, his style of play. That's great. Yeah. It, it, it was Back and forth the entire game, like, yeah, there was never any huge leads of any sort yeah. until like the the Warriors outscored the Grizzlies by six points in the fourth. But you know, it was it was a close game. It's super entertaining to watch. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, I don't know that was, but that pushed the Grizzlies' uh, losing skid to yep. four games. It's now at five because they lost. Uh, yeah, on and some Friday, of those games they haven't had Morant. Some of those so, games have had Morant. Yeah. Sure, uh, I think they. Th- yeah, that's true. I think even Morant and Stephen Adams were out for one of them. Um, yeah. But the point is that's still five straight losses after I think they had, were on an eleven game winning yeah, streak. They've been cursed then, by Shannon Sharp. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if Shannon Sharp. What about Shannon Sharp? Feels he's probably very put, happy. Put a, put a hex on them. After that incident, because that was the first, that loss in yeah. LA was the first, and yeah. now they're on five straight. So yeah. um, they need to right the ship. I mean, they're still sitting in second. I think I they might have, you know, hurt themselves by being the cocky team and yeah, the annoying yeah. team. Now everyone hates them well, and wants yeah, and has a reason to beat them every yeah. single time they play them. Yeah, and they have a real rivalry with Golden State. They, they seem to have a know, rivalry with everyone. Well, honestly. they do. That's the thing. You're right because now they're the bad boys of the yeah. league, and everybody wants to beat them. And you know what? 
Minnesota beat them pretty soundly last night. Uh, yeah. Hard not last night on Friday night in one eleven to one hundred. Which so it, it it makes me like wonder, are the Grizzlies the best team in the league? Because it's like every team tries their hardest when they play them. That's not the case for every other for any other team in the league. Yeah, like, you know well, what I mean? Like, I would, I, I, it's hard to say. Like, like what happens? Like what what happens in the playoffs when everyone is trying their hardest and the Grizzlies yeah. are going full the throttle? The Grizzlies are winning the championship. Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't. I don't think they're. I going still think to the play. Nuggets are just a better team than the Grizzlies. I think the standing. Though, I think the standings in the West are kind of. As we've talked about a million times, kind of meaningless after like, one and yeah, two. Like yeah, the, ki- are the Kings are going to get knocked out in the Four, first yeah. round. Let's be real. Like <laughs> maybe I think like. But in, if they finish three and play, say I don't know. Uh, you think they're going to beat the Timberwolves? Like I don't yeah, think so. they can totally. Beat I think the they can beat the Timberwolves. It all depends on the Timberwolves. What I just, look of the Timberwolves I don't know. I just think it's because it's the Sacramento Kings that they're not going to. I think the Warriors are just going to. They are going to be a huge threat no matter where they are. I I sort of have this weird feeling about the Suns because right now they're in a different situation. Everybody yeah. thinks they're like, oh, they stink, they collapsed last year, blah, blah, blah. But it could be one of those things where no one's paying attention to them. Booker comes back, is healthy. Chris Paul's playing well. And all of a sudden it's like, uh-oh. Well, because like, it's not going to be that hard for them to climb back up. No. This is not going to be hard for them to win in the play-in, I feel like. No, like it's it's entirely like I think things are going to get weird. I think the Mavericks are being exposed unless they make a big trade. Like people have talked about things like Siakam going to the Mavericks. I don't see that happening. But you know, yeah. Yeah. if they bring somebody else in that can help them, they, that that solidify. Yeah. But if this if it's this look, I don't like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know the Mavs. Like I don't know who they could bring in because it feels like their entire offense is based around Luca. So they kind of have to reconfigure. If yeah. they brought in another star, yeah. I feel like they would. Uh, they should bring in like Kevin Porter Jr. or something like that. Yeah. Well, let's just let's just wrap up. I just want to wrap up where you, where you guys are at. Spency G, you had a bad week, week fifteen. You zero for three. So you started you, that. That brings you to twenty two and thirty nine. So now you're at five sixty four batting average. Marky man, you went two for three week fifteen, uh, which means you're at twenty one for thirty nine. So that's a five thirty eight. Um, batting average so you guys are neck and neck spencer's 22 for 39 you're 21 for 39 in your picks and you know as you know i try to give you guys um stuff that's real what i think are going to be really close games hard to predict games and you're still both over 500 so can congrats um but uh yeah um let's see if you can keep it going for next week um so we're just going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors How can you stop a throbbing toothache? Massage your hand with ice. How do you cure poison ivy? Try oatmeal. How do you quiet a colicky baby? Run the vacuum. You'll learn how a steaming cup of coffee can stop an asthma attack. How plain yogurt soothes a sunburn. From controlling diabetes to ending diaper rash, you'll find it all in the doctor's book of home remedies. Try it absolutely free for 21 days. That's three full weeks to read and use this home encyclopedia of health and healing absolutely free. Then, if you choose to keep it, we'll bill you in four easy installments of only $7.99. So call now. In the meantime, use your blow dryer to soothe an earache. Ball. Well, that was a bit weird. I don't know about that last one. You use a, yeah. a, a hair dryer to cure an earache? Yeah. That, that feels... I don't know. I'm concerned by 
Yeah. This encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. The home remedy encyclopedia. And it's like you massaging could... your hands with ice can cure a toothache. Is that yeah, what I think that's what they were saying. It's, it's I science. mean, at least that one doesn't sound dangerous. I mean, yeah. but it's like eight bucks, four times eight. So 36 bucks is how much it costs. But you get to you get to try it for a bit. Anyway, thank you to the good people at whatever that was called, the Home Remedy Encyclopedia. Um, we'll we'll definitely try some of those. Um, so I just want to do a shout out to our Orange Ball Juice listeners. Please, we love you. Please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other basketball fans find the show. You can also follow us on Instagram at Orange Ball Juice, which is mostly pictures of the Orange Ball Juice mascot, our dog Merlin. And if you want to get in touch, email us at orangeballjuice, all one word, at gmail.com. That's orangeballjuice at gmail.com. All right, so uh, it's time to bust out the b-ball barometer and look ahead to week 16. Buckets forecast. All right, so I think we have some interesting games coming up uh, this week, guys. And so on Monday, Marky Man, the Lakers are going to be in Brooklyn. Uh, to take on the Nets. So what's the forecast? This is really tough. Um, I'm, I guess you could say I'm hoping Kevin Durant doesn't play, but like, you know. <laughs> not really. Because not, but, ever, yeah. But I don't think he's going to. Yeah. So I'm going to say the Lakers win. Yeah. I'll say LeBron's a top performer. I mean, why wouldn't I say that? Uh, yeah. Let's say they will, they'll, it'll be super close as usual. They'll say they win by, one point. Ooh. Hmm. Lakers by one in Brooklyn. LeBron. So you don't think the uh the Kyrie show is good enough? Kyrie Claxton. Yeah, I think I think show. Well, especially if AD's there. Like it's Yeah. A D could easily be like <coughs> they've been he I mean, I guess last night's game he was pretty much used like he normally would be. Yeah. Um he seems to be all right. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm just yeah. yeah, I'm just hoping that the Lakers come into this game hungry and, you know, like, I think they come into every game hungry, and they're like, yeah. I think they are ex- extremely capable of beating the Brooklyn Nets. I think so. In this current, the current lineup with AD back and with uh, with with KD out, yeah. add KD. I mean, <laughs> add AD minus KD. Uh, yeah, I would yeah. tend to agree. All right, so um, Spency on. Uh, also on Monday, uh, Golden State is going to be in mm-hmm. Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder. I think that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, so what's the forecast? Yeah, this is an extremely important game for both teams. Um, I have, but I have OKC winning by five, and I have Shea as the top performer because, like, I mean, OKC is on a bit of a tear right now, and I don't think that Golden State can go into Oklahoma and win this game. Yeah, because they're not. Well, they we still, know yeah. about Golden State's oh, like road issues. Yeah, um, they're still they're six and eighteen on the road still. Isn't yeah, that it's something still else? So odd. They're almost again, like they're nineteen and six at home, six and eighteen away. I think it's just because they're so used to the playoff atmosphere that at yeah. home sort of feels <laughs> like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. 
Yeah, and it's funny because like they, even though there's, I mean, the well, core I mean, they, of that yeah. team has been playing together so well, and they can put it yeah. together when they need to. But I mean, it seems like they overcome these weird chemistry imbalances well, too. But it, sometimes yeah. it messes with them. Like the other night, Poole took some weird shot, and you could tell that Steph Curry, was mad. Steph was really mad. Yeah, at the shot selection or whatever. And then, but then later, pools. Then he hit the game, game winner. winner. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, okay, well, they kind of just tolerate him. He's like the yeah. annoying little brother of the team. Yeah, like they're all yeah. like, they're like, well, um, I guess he's okay because he's talented, but he's so annoying. It's weird because like Curry and Pool have like a really good friendship, and, and like I saw at the end of the game, Pool's like was like talking to Curry about that shot selection, and they're like joking about it. Yeah. So I think, I think Pool's. Tr- gonna be like in the future is gonna be working on like yeah. you know he's gonna get more mature and he's gonna be smarter like he stuff. yeah I, sometimes it's like he he just embarrasses himself and it's yeah. like it's just it's honestly funny like he'll do like a crazy crossover and like break the guy's ankles and then just terribly airball yeah. the mid-range and then like there's like an open pass for like yeah, a, a layup for it. like yeah 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 Draymond Green like you know it's like yeah, I mean, I guess that it, it's weird because he's in that situation where he's, if he was, say, on many other teams in the NBA, he might even be, like, their star player. Like, meaning, yeah. like, yeah. the number one. Yeah, uh, It's possible. Yeah, like, I, I feel like if he was on, like, let's say, I don't know, the Orlando Magic or something, or just, or the wow. Charlotte Hornets or something, yeah. he would I'd be, say like, their even best if he player. Was on- or like the Bulls or something, like he would be like top two, top three. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's one of. It, yeah. But on that particular team, he's in a weird situation. Yeah. Right? Well, it's sort like he like there's you yeah. come in last. Like even even though yeah, you can score more points than Draymond Green. It's like <laughs> don't yeah. mess with Draymond. Obviously, yeah. that no. message was sent. Like you're yeah. not you're yeah. not the team leader right yeah. now. Your no. day will probably come, but it's not today. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so on Tuesday, we've got uh, the Clippers are going to be in Chicago to take on the Bulls. Another very interesting game. I think the Bulls are pretty, you know, pretty tough at home. They've been struggling a little bit. The Clippers are surging. So what's the forecast, Spencey? Oh, that's Marky Man. Yeah. Sorry, Marky Man, what's the forecast? Um, uh, I'm going to have to give it to the Clippers. All right. Uh, I'll say Paul George is the top performer. I say Clippers win by 12. Wow. So they're going to walk into Chicago and absolutely beat up on yep. the Bulls, eh? Yep. Beating up on the Bulls, the poor Bulls. Yeah. I mean, they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They're not really blowing anyone's minds. They should be better. They should be better. It's better, embarrassing. It's Levine, ridiculous. Like, they have, like, their top three are all really good. I know. Yeah. And they got Levine and Vucevic, like, yeah, soon move. But I think they're like, I just don't think Zach Levine is good enough, and DeRozan yeah, and it is seems good like enough. They have a like chemistry it's, problem too. It's like those two. They're kind of the exact same player to me. Yeah, they're I, both I, shooting guards slash small forwards. Their mid range yeah. is their specialty and dunking. Right. So yeah, they don't. But like really though, yeah. who does and it's, like, not, it's unclear who the team leader is yeah, when they're both on the I floor. Don't yeah, like I, who's who runs the offense? I think it's who's their player? I, is Dos- no Lonzo is, but he's been out. Lonzo's so and, uh, and apparently this came out saying Lonzo's not even close he's just to returning. Done. No, this season <laughs> like, is over. Uh, like his trainer just right. came out and said he's not close <laughs> to returning. So it's yeah. like 
Oh, man. All right, so Clippers by 12. Oh, that's pretty bold. All right, so, uh, Spency, um, another game that I think is kind of interesting, um, mm-hmm. at Wednesday, Atlanta is going to be in Phoenix to take on the Suns. Yeah. Um, what's the forecast? <laughs> I accidentally wrote Atlanta versus Hawks. <laughs> but yeah, that's I, that's actually that's kind of true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Atlanta is uh, in Atlanta yeah. to take themselves on. I have the Suns winning by ten. By ten, yeah. wow! And the top performer is going to be Chris Paul. Like the Suns are truly a better team, um, and I agree. they've been playing better, and they're great at home. They, I think, they should win and will win this. Like. They are a better team. Even the stats, even with all their struggles, even statistically, they're a better team. Like, they they better win this game. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think Phoenix has been playing better, and I think Chris Paul's been playing better. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, on my fantasy, I have Booker in fantasy, which is obviously mm-hmm. a huge problem for me. <laughs> it has sunk my season. I, uh, what place are you in now? I'm sitting in eighth, and basically, like, that was my ranking at the beginning of the season, yeah. and... The guys beneath me barely like do anything. I'm yeah. basically for real in the basement of the guys who yeah. actually tr- are trying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as Zion's out too, there's not much I can do to overcome yeah. any of that. But like, um, yeah, you have Zion, Lillard, and Booker. Yeah, that, that sounds good to me. But yeah, you know. but well, if they were playing, yeah. if two yeah. out of the three of those guys weren't injured, yeah. then maybe it'd be a lot. And it was. I was as high as four at one point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was doing yeah. great. Uh, and uh, I picked up Precious, which is nice. Nice to have a Raptor, and someone yep. you know got him for his career yeah. high game last night. Yeah. I had three double doubles yesterday. Like I, I, I think you pu- keep him. Yeah, I'm going to keep him for the rest of the year. I, I again, what I finally realized before I was fighting just to talk fantasy for a couple seconds, I get these weird trade offers, and I was willing to do them because I'm like, oh, I got to be as good as I can. But then I've decided the opposite. These guys that are fighting for one or two, like to like win it all, I'm not just going to make a trade that's going to make yeah. them better. To make maybe even if it does make me a bit better because I'm like I don't want to help them like yeah. I want I want it to be hard for them I don't I don't care who wins I'm not yeah. favoring the well, guy who's in second if you or the don't guy who's care who wins would you wouldn't you do that trade Well no because I, if I think it's going to make the, anybody better like that's at the top I don't want to help anybody at the top okay. I want yeah. it to be hard for them because I can't win anyway no matter what so yeah. I, I'm like I don't want to let a guy run away with it and first yeah. just to make me go from eighth to sixth like yeah who cares it doesn't mean yeah. anything yeah anyway um fantasy uh what a nightmare what it's, it's like a heartbreaking odyssey of yeah. pain and suffering except i know you yeah. guys like you're like i'm about to go 15 and 0 by the way yeah so he's going 15 yeah. and 0 and you're what 10 and 4 and yeah yours? i'm number one in the east i guess right so you guys are in head-to-head leagues and you're both doing very well um yeah, anyway, it's been a painful lesson. However, I have learned a lot about NBA, NBA players, uh, just doing it for the first time. So that's been good. Anyway, let's move on here. I think that, you know, now that I'm looking at it, I don't know why I picked this game. But anyway, Mark, yeah. man, Orlando is in Philly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to take on um, the Sixers. And maybe, you know what? Orlando has beat, as we know, they've beat Boston three times this year. Yeah. yeah. They do. But they have a weird thing for Boston. Like They have a weird thing for Boston. And who knows what? But. What's the forecast? Uh, I'll go to the Sixers. <laughs> yeah. By how much? 26. Okay. That's just silly. I, I truly, like, I, I don't think, like... You think at this time... I'm, pre- year, I'm like predicting the- that there's, like, there hasn't been a blowout game this season. 
Yeah. Like once. So like there hasn't been a truly except for like. Well, that's not true. Like the Clippers just won in in San Antonio on Thursday by thirty eight. Uh, oh, you know, okay. there have been blowouts. Well, I don't like. Do you really think twenty six is that ridiculous? I don't think it's that ridiculous. I just think you know. Well, it's like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say they win by twenty, I might as well say they win by twenty six. <laughs> okay, fine. So <laughs> yeah. who do you think's gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Embiid. Embiid. All right. Like that's just three more baskets than twenty, and I don't think. <laughs> okay, well then you might as well say thirty six because you know. I mean, might score 70 that game, and, you know. Um, I don't know. You never know. You, you never know. All right, that's fine. That's uh, And you know what? I think they're going to win, too. Um, I guess Orlando's just an, another interesting team, even though, about, they're, as we say, they're young. They've had these wins against good teams. They yeah. seem to, like, throw other teams off matchup-wise, and it could be one of those things where, like, teams don't maybe don't invest as much in prepping for them because they mm-hmm. think it's going to be an yeah. easy win, and then they're like, hmm, these guys are annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they're big. They have some big guys. Well, I mean, they're all NBA teams. So, like, yeah, exactly. anybody can beat anybody. All right. So then, uh, okay, um, Spencey, so your last game of the week, we've got uh, the Grizzlies are in Cleveland to take on the Cavs. What's the forecast? And that's on, uh, that's on Thursday. So, what's the forecast? I think the Grizzlies are going to win okay. um, by eight and Jaws, the top performer. Um, I think the Grizzlies are just going to outpace the Cavs because the Cavaliers are last in the NBA in terms of pace. Hmm. And so I think... I still the, don't know what I pace s- means. It's the, like the amount of points scored per game, and it's just more like, yeah, it's like how much points per minute sort of kind of thing. It's essentially they average the least amount of points per game. Okay. All right. So I just think that they're going to be kind of out of their comfort zone with, like, the Grizzlies flying around. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, they, they, the Cavs have sort of <laughs> fallen off a bit lately, and I, it's, I guess Mitchell's been struggling a little bit with staying on the floor. Like I don't know. He's been on, I know he's missed a few yeah. games. Like, um, if you think about it, the Cavs are still kind of a young team. Yeah, well, they're, four, they're also four and six in their last ten, and they're sitting in fifth. But they, yeah, they don't look. Um, although they have a pretty good record at home. Uh, yeah. But wow, a really impressive record at home. They're twenty and five at home. They're very much a different they team are. on the road than at home. But yeah, I think Memphis, Memphis is something's got to. They they need a win. They, they need to do. like change. I mean, they have they'll have had a game before Wednesday. Um, yeah. But. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, but what did you say? By how many? By eight. Ten? Oh, by eight. By eight. Okay. Well. Uh, well. You guys smell that? It's, uh, it's, I think it's time to uh, see what's cooking in uh, Chef Pasquale's kitchen. Ciao, I'm Pasquale. Welcome to my kitchen. In this house, our nickname for Pascal Siakam is Chef Pasquale because spicy pea is what happens when you use the toilet after chopping jalapenos. So, how did Chef Pasquale and his fellow Raptors do in Week 15, Marky? They did very good. I think they, only, they went, what, four for five? Three for four? Yeah, if you include uh, last Sunday's game, they won th- three out of four, only losing to Golden State. Um, yep. Uh, which was on Friday, which was, you know, they got beat pretty soundly. That game was evenly matched until the fourth, and then it seemed that the 
they seemed that Golden State just kind of turned on the Jets. And yeah. the bad news of that game, of course, was that OG got injured with the mysterious wrist injury. But he went down pretty hard. So, yeah. you know, it's a sprain of some kind. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, still a lot of bright spots, uh, I would say. Yeah. I have week. a lot of things to say today. There's so <laughs> many things going on. What? First off, I would like to wave... Hernan Gomez. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Just I, jumping in with who we should wave. He's wow. a waste of money. In his last eight games, the highest he scored is three points. Okay. He's averaging around 15 minutes, which is not that much, but it's still substantial. And, yeah, does, hasn't had a single block last five games. One steal over the last five games. He got his best rebounding performance was against New York, which was five, and he's big. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw a comment saying it looks like he's just running suicides out there. Yeah. His yeah. job is to run up and down the court yeah. and do nothing. Yeah. It's just like, he's got to get conditioning. In well, he's during. just another like, guy. The, his, well, I mean, yeah, he's just, he's just another guy. Someone else a guard. So it's like, yeah, but he's not yeah. good at defense. That's the thing. He's just yeah. there. Like even ESPN had, does not have nice things to say. He says, despite his recent brush with fame, even Adam Sandler would agree that Hernan Gomez is not someone to consider even in deeper formats. Yeah, yeah. for a fantasy why? Oh, yeah. And maybe just, the Raptors, I think in general. Fantasy, maybe it was yeah. probably, the Raptors probably just thought he looked really good at basketball in the movie. So then they <laughs> yeah. just, they're just scouting. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Messiah's He's like watching really Netflix. Not, is like, we should pick that not, guy up. He's he, so seems like, he seems really cool and yeah. nice and... Yeah, yeah like you told me yesterday, like, oh my gosh, Hernan Gomez made a three and you're excited. That's all he did in that game. Yeah, I know. Well, he can he can make a three every once in a while. I've seen him make them. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know if that's first order of business for, I mean, sure, I, let's I wave think, them. It's not, that means But it's nothing. like, I don't think that's the thing to be care about. Like, I'm no. just saying, like, I know. I know. he should not have yeah. minutes. I'd rather play Malachi than him. I'd rather give, yeah, I'd rather, play, I'd rather have a G League guy. I'd rather play John Harper Jr. Exactly. I'd rather have some G League guy play than him. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd rather have a G League guy play him just because I like when G League guys gets minutes. Yeah, okay, but yeah, nobody wants, the Anyways, point is, the only reason. At the trade li- yeah. deadline, if Maybe if we, we have, him. like, contract issues in terms of money, waive him sure. to fix the problem. Secondly, I'm fully convinced that we need to trade OG, not because he's bad, but supposedly teams are willing to throw in three first-round picks in addition that, to players in a deal. Well, for the him. Knicks. Yeah, that's the rumor, but that just changed. Well, the Knicks actually the did offer that. I don't know. Well, we don't if, know well, exactly. If it's they, not like if, he's injury prone. He went up oh, and sure, sure, like sure. just mm, is he? got absolutely. I think he could be a bit injury prone. Not this season. Until not this season, but he he's, gets he's injured. played more than anybody kind of else. I think on the Raptors. More games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I think right now it doesn't look like it was major injury. The, the X rays came back. Um, well, he didn't seem later. to be in that much pain. No, and he wasn't in a huge. But he definitely right away was like, uh, uh, yeah, you yeah. could tell he was like grabbing at it and being like, "There's something wrong." Yeah. It's weird. It's a wrist. It could be the kind of thing he's out a week. It could be the kind of thing he's out six weeks. Either way, uh, there's still enough time if a team wants him and they want him for the, a playoff run, they yeah. can still do it. It just is definitely yeah. added. A, let, let's just let's just be optimistic. It's not that bad of an injury, and it's yeah. not going to yeah. impact things. Yes, he is a difference maker for a lot of teams. He's never going to have higher value than he does right at this moment, yeah. even with this wrist injury. Because if they miss the deadline and he stays on the Raptors, he becomes less valuable next year because mm-hmm. he's on the final year of a deal. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. But uh, um, here's here's a question for you, right? Yeah. And not this isn't about whether or not it's realistic or anything. Straight up, and for leaving other yeah. considerations aside, 
OG for Tyrese Maxey. What do you think? Hundred percent, I would take that. Yeah. Okay. You? Well, sounds good to me. Yeah. Good for the Raptors. Is it bad for the Sixers, or does that do anything for the Sixers? Um, I don't think it's bad for I, the Sixers. I don't know. They're not. They're good. But like, right? <laughs> they don't need to mess with the formula. Yeah. Uh, theoretically, I, don't I mean, think they're going to win. Theoretically, they, they don't. They but have you seen them right? in the playoffs? So they can't beat teams. That's true. Well, that's what I'm saying. They would do. It seems like they would do it to be like, let's truly solidify our defense. It's also like yeah, they yeah. wouldn't do Tyrese. Like otherwise, they wouldn't really have a, a point guard. Yeah, they would have. Uh, well, what's his name? Except for Harden. Harden. Harden's. Well, he runs the He's, offense. I he mean, is the point guard. He dribbles the ball to court all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. And like, I guess. And I mean, I, the thing with that is, I don't think the Sixers need OG and Nobi in the sense of like. The Sixers have uh, Tobias Harris. They have yeah, what's his face? Matisse Thybulle. Like they have players that probably aren't as good as him, but like are yeah. you know kind of fill the same role that OG yeah. and Obi does. I'm saying if the Celtics are willing to give up picks, I'm saying OG yeah. for Peyton Pritchard and three first round picks. If they're willing, well, to do that. Peyton Pritchard, the Warriors are trying to get Peyton Pritchard right now, which is insane to me. They don't need more shooting. Yeah, he's like a three point shooter. What about and the Warriors are like trying to get him. That's what about Warriors. OG? Well, it doesn't really make sense because either because they're they're kind of OG going to the Warriors doesn't really make sense. OG going to maybe the Pelicans. OG going to maybe he could be I've a, heard him yeah, going to Memphis, basically yeah. being they an upgrade on that. Dylan Brooks, right? Yeah. Like. I would like, take Dylan Brooks and some picks. For yeah, OG. so it'd be like mm. we get Dylan Brooks the other way. Yeah, and some. Picks. What is what is Dylan Brooks going to do for us though? Well, he just helps. So we don't just completely. He's a shooter, right? No. Well, he's kind of like a defensive guy. Yeah, he's. I think he's on the bench. He comes off the bench for the Grizzlies. Yeah, it would be yeah, a downgrade. It would be, it would be a downgrade to get picks. But, but it, you know, we need picks. we need. I feel like we need a jerk on the Raptors. Yeah, like and he would fit that bill, no problem. Yeah. He'd be like our bad boy, yeah. you know, that's getting other, other teams scared <laughs> and all that. We, we, we need that. Which anyway. is not our, it's not really our yeah, vibe. Yeah, I feel like we might have to, like, go for that. I think anyway, we need the, a shooter. I think that's what I we think need. It makes, we need some anger they, on our team. Like, the Grizzlies are probably looking at themselves right now going, like, what's a good, what's going to get us over the hump? Because they do seem like I think there they is a need They're not some. as good as the Nuggets. What about OG for, They like, need a veteran. What about OG for Patrick Beverly and, like, Picks. I don't Except want Patrick Beverly. <laughs> I want Patrick Beverly. <laughs> he's, or he's, how about he's funny, but he's not that good. He's <laughs> pretty about, good. He's how about OG? How he's about old. OG? He's 34. OG for, um, um, what's his name? Reggie Jackson and picks. Um, that's not bad. I'm trying to think. And of, why? Here's my question: Like, why? Why are we so desperate for like a point guard type player or whatever coming the other way? I mean, I guess we. I, I well, kind of want I mean, a bench like, point guard. The other thing is, there's no. There's I no, think if we get another point guard, Freddie's going to average like 26 next season. Yeah, here's the thing: is that Freddie right now he's surging. He's managed to, I think, bump his stock back up. Right? Yeah, well, he's he other teams that want him. I think the Lakers might want him. I think you could see the Lakers wanting. You could see the Clippers wanting him. Yeah. like there's other teams yeah. that could make well, it. Use well, it's been rough for him. I mean, he, he. I think this year he's 197th in field goal percentage in the league. No, he's back now. In the last yeah. few, he's been. The last yeah, his percentages are back. He's back now. Yeah. But yes, he had that rush. And he has track. a reputation for being a clutch player, right? So he's an upgrade uh, yeah. for a lot of teams. Yeah. Like I, 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 yeah. You know, again, if a team's looking like, what's that piece we need to come I of? think the Knicks, like, if they are willing to put up those picks, I'm trying to think of who we can get. We're not going to get RJ. 
RJ would just be dumb for us to get. Yeah, there would be no yeah. point. I think they'd Jaylen probably Brunson? be like, no. Gonna, no. no. Brunson's not going anywhere. Also, that wouldn't they work. They just got him. Contractually. Yeah. I think, I think it'd it. be yeah. like Cam Reddish or someone on that kind of. Or who's that guy? Hartenstein. <laughs> or what's his face? I don't want any bombs. He was on the Celtics yeah. last year. <laughs> but I like the, tr- the the Raptors tradition of like weird centers that no one can remember their yeah. name. I know, but they're always so like bad. And then they just. Yeah. They're, then they just and they're out the league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like last He picked time. up Otto Porter Jr. And now he's just not playing. He's, he's injured. injured, but he was he was supposed to he be was a, supposed to be a good pickup. Yeah, he is exactly. he, well because a, apparently he because in the playoffs last year for the, for for the Warriors, Warriors yeah. he was hitting all over the yeah. place. But his whole apparently his whole career he's been injured. Like he gets injured all the time. The Warriors yeah. rolled the dice on him. It totally worked. He stayed healthy for them, helped them yeah. in the playoffs, yeah. and then we just got the yeah. injured version of him again. Yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, great. I'm happy. I'm still happy about that, Young. I think he's I think he's good. Yeah, like he he's a bench guy, but he's just like. Yeah, he's a bench guy who brings experience and knowledge. Yeah. But, All right. Well, like, how, okay. So, uh, this week we got Monday in Phoenix, Wednesday in Utah, Friday in Houston, and then Sunday in Memphis. How many of these games are they going to win? We're running all four. Wow. Running the tables, eh? Yeah. Um, mm. I, mm. Okay. Well, what are you going to say? Come on. It's not. It's going to be two or three. I'll say two. All right. So you say two and four. You're saying four and four. Wow. Marky, man, you've been so down on the Raptors, and now all of a sudden. I think I'm so happy about Precious. He's doing exactly what I want him. He's averaging a double-double as a six-man. He's doing his job. Yeah. And when he's been starting, he's been playing well. well. He'll be starting now. with with, with, Exactly. uh, uh, He's a great great all-around two-way player. There's no doubt about it. Um, And he's, like, super athletic and and just – all around awesome. Um, all right. Well, fellas, I believe uh, it's time to turn back the shot clock and Euro step our way into the past for time travel trivia. All right. So the theme of this week's time travel trivia is uh, the All Star game. All right. So, um, I'm, it's not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get too crazy about stats or anything like that. Just a straightforward question. So, who was the NBA All Star Game MVP in 2001 and again in 2005? Spencey. Uh, um, Shaq. Marky Man, got a guess? Um. I don't know if he was good this late, but Vince Carter? This late? 2001? Yeah. 2005. Yeah. What'd you say? Was he an all-star in 2005? 2001 oh, and, 2000, five. and 2005. Oh. Both of those are I can't remember guesses, when Kobe got drafted. I, like, was it early? 1980? Whoa. 80? Kobe? Dude, he retired in 2016. Oh, that was yeah. Michael Jordan. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is my least favorite time period. Because what I, are you talking about? You know all these guys. I like, know. But like, fine, I'll say Kobe. Um, I'm trying to think of. But the, that's a good guess because it's the right. It is the right time period. I think Kobe might have come in in 
I can't remember what his first year in the league, but it was like either like 99 or 2000 or something. Yeah. Um, think here. Uh, I'm trying to think of earlier the, than that. I'm trying to think of like the 2003 Olympic gold medal. USA. Yeah, well, there's no Olympics in 2003, so you'd be thinking a long time. Or, well, I know, but like, there, um, well, I don't know which one it was, what year, around that time. 2004, 2000. 2004, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, don't think about it. Just guess. Tracy McGrady. Okay. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard in 2001? He was drafted in 2009. He was drafted in 2009? Yes. I thought he was on that Olympic mm, team. I don't no. Think so. I don't think he was drafted I'm, in 2009. Anyway. I, um. Yeah, that was probably too early, though. All right, oh, yeah, Duron Williams, is that his name? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett in the All-Star game? It's got to be like... You mean... Like, no, like Kevin Garnett like playing well in the All-Star game? I don't see that ever happening. All right, uh, let's see. Let's see what kind of hint I can give you. Uh, this player is from the East. Um... Our... Oh, Howard was drafted in 2004. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, man. Okay, this player is under 6'5". Okay, so a guard in the early 2000s. Steve Nash. 2001? 2001 and 2005. Um... <laughs> well, like, it's so hard to say. Like, there's so many players. Yeah, but I just reduced it. They're in the East, and they're under 6'5", so. Um, I don't, like, I, I don't know these, I don't know, like. I don't, Dwayne Way was after, got drafted after LeBron, maybe? I, no, right. he was on the team before LeBron. I all right, here comes a big hint. What? Play for the Sixers. Allen Iverson. Uh. Yes, Allen Iverson was NBA All-Star Game MVP in 2001 and 2005. Okay, so the next question is, who has been named the All-Star Game MVP the most times? Curry? Um, LeBron? Kobe. Who was that for? Kobe Bryant is the correct answer. 2002, 2007, 2009, and 2011 was named NBA All-Star Game MVP. All righty. So, Marky Man, Bengals versus Chiefs today. Who you got? Chiefs. All right. And uh, Spencey G, Niners, Eagles. Who you got? Eagles. Yeah. But I also think the Bengals are going to win. You think the Bengals are going to win? Yeah. Oh, right. could be, could be, but I hope it's, uh, yeah, I would like to see a Chiefs-Eagles final, because I think that would be the most exciting, um, mm-hmm. although Bengals-Eagles would be fine, too. I think the worst would be Niners-Bengals, um, although, so. you know, it's it's interesting. Yeah. It's, I want to see the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Me, too. Really badly. Well, yeah, and, I mean, I love Hurts. He's great. He's, yeah. like, one of my favorite players right now. And I've he been, was on my football what, fantasy team. My crazy N- if they're we, my NFC team, the if, Eagles always um, have been, since the Randall yeah. Cunningham days. Back in the 90s. And I think he actually has broken a couple of longstanding Cunningham records this year yeah. uh, for rushing and stuff like that for the Eagles quarterback. So he's, uh, yeah, he's great. But what if Mr. Irrelevant led a team to a Oh, Super what's Bowl? that guy's name again? I was Purdy. Re- yeah. 
Yeah, that'd Purdy. Be crazy. That'd be great if he pulled off a Brady as a like a, a nobody who. Yeah, you can see that happening. Although I do get the sense that the Eagles are going to be hard to beat. Yeah. But uh, why don't we uh, wrap it up and uh, say goodbye? See ya. All right. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs>